HMA Fantasy Wrestling brings you the Best of the Decade Dual Tournament, based off of Flow Wrestling Radio Live's recent series on individual athletes. This new project brings together wrestling minds from all over the country to decide which college wrestling team can claim the title of the best team of the decade. Prepare for pandemonium, excitement, and of course, entertainment. Um, Moran sits corners and a big landmine kind of pops out. Oh no! <laughs> Punches in a cradle, right? Typical Tristan Moran cradle, flips him over, gets the ball. The rules are simple. Each college team gets to draft an all-star lineup based off of the last 10 years of competition. Once each team is settled, the HMA crew assigns different teams to the sports of greatest minds to vote on each match in the event for the entertaining series. Each host has one landmine to use in a round. Similar to FRL, a landmine can wreck all votes from the community and the other hosts. A landmine is used on individual match and it's the only place you can get bonus points for your team. The next episode of HMA Fantasy Wrestling is here. Let's let it roll. What's going on, everybody? Hey, sorry, this episode starts off a little late. Uh, we had some technical difficulties starting the recording, um, just since this was our first live episode. Luckily, you guys didn't miss too much, but we're going to have Christian Piles on to discuss Penn State versus Virginia Tech in the quarterfinal bout, and uh, hope you guys enjoy. It, uh, we might have some no deja vu here. No bonus uh, points. Hey, well, <laughs> so I am still standing by what I think. I think that if we all agree on it with a majority, then we can do bonus points. But oh, I got that's right, that's right, y'all are doing it. I, I still think we should do that. Maybe and, we could do that for the semifinals. Oh, all right. semifinals and on. Semis Penn State needs them. Listen, that's their edge. Yeah, I mean, no, that's what I was thinking. Say, what I like about landmines giving bonus points is it, it makes the landmines more valuable right like not only does it swing the duel but you can also have it like really like it can be a nine point swing right um so you can actually use them a little more strategically as well um i don't know just a thought just a thought we'll but. think about it we got time we got i don't want to hear from jude landmine sense. jordan burrows last time so <laughs> yeah sorry sorry Brayton lee landmined isaiah martinez on dylan ness well, yep. Dylan Ness pinned Isaiah Martinez, uh, which you can see because Dylan Ness has that capability. Um, who else? Who else got landmined? So Sean Russell came on and landmined Yanni. Uh, well, yep, Yanni was landmined. <laughs> yeah, um, I think that's about it. So crazy landmines. Um, did did Ray landmine anybody? Yeah, he actually broke Miles Martin's heart yet again oh, um, yeah. and landmined him. Like, I even told him before, I was like, don't do this, man. Like, not again. He's just recovering. And then he hit him again. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, so let's, um, let's go ahead and just roll into this next one here. Um, we're going to start off the quarterfinals uh, with number one Penn State and number eight Virginia Tech. Um, this – I mean, they're the same lineups as before. They're going to continue to be the same lineups. Um, but let's just go ahead and roll through it real quick just to remind everybody. Um, and if you're not actually watching the video, we are live on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Update. Um, and you can also – We've been taken off YouTube. have been taken <laughs> nice. off. Nice. We have. Listen, so, YouTube's uh, not ready for this content. They're not. It's too extreme. It's, there was a, they heard landmine, and they said, this is dangerous. Wow. <laughs> so we've been taken off YouTube. 
Were you taken off or was it a technical issue? We were taken off. They said, What the heck? (laughs) It said, like, YouTube's policies or something like that. Oh my gosh. So, you the, we didn't really have any viewers. Of wrestling media, Sam? I think you are. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it said this video has been removed for violating YouTube's terms of service. So maybe that's a pretty, I'll be honest, Sam, that's a pretty low bar to clear with those guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. That is All right. Good. Well, I oh, guess YouTube hates us. So I'm going to click out of that tab. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, Either way, we will end up posting it some at some point on YouTube. So, uh, you know, a little jab back at YouTube. It will be on YouTube. So, you know, they can think whatever they want. But um, let's go ahead and jump into the lineups. Um, Jude, you want to tell us who is stepping on the mat for the Nitty Lions? Sure, I got you. So, actually, after we did the first episode, people were like, what do you mean Quentin Wright's not in the lineup? What are you talking about? Are you guys dumb? Um, and I, so, so we've, we've done some reconsidering, and I think we're actually going to put Quentin Wright as an alternate at 197 pounds. But um, the lineup goes a little something like this. It goes 125, Nico Megalutis, 133, Roman Bravo Young, 141, Nick Lee, 149, Zane Rutherford, 157, Jason Nolf, 165, David Taylor, 174, Mark Hall, 184, Ed Ruth, 197, Bo Nickel or Quentin Wright, and 285, Anthony Kassar. And uh, I'll be right back, actually. All right, okay, so especially while, while he's off go. and can't defend himself, um, I have to – oh, there he's back. Um, there he I have to ask CP's uh, take on this because, like you said, we didn't have Quentin Wright in there first. Um, and then when we kind of like – the light bulb clicked and we are like, wow, we left him out. My thought was that the ideal decade lineup would have been sliding Ed and Bo down and leaving Quentin at 97 and bumping Mark out. But that I might be the move to make. So actually, my lineup question wasn't about Quentin, although if you listen to FRL, you know Quentin is one of my all-time, all-time faves. Uh, 33, I feel like uh, Andrew Long would beat Rowan Bravo Young for sure. I know you guys probably didn't get to watch Long, but uh, – yeah, 2011, he got third behind uh, J.O. and Hochstrasser. His, his points, actually, without Andrew Long's points that year, Penn State does not win the NC2A wrestling tournament. Um, he, was, he was really good. He was an NCAA finalist the year before that for, for Iowa State. Jacob, Jacob's shaking his head. I think he's mad at me that I said that. But Oh, no, I'm not at all. I'm, I am in agreement because this is the second time that Sam and Jude have let me down. I can't do everything by myself. This it's not it is questionable. It would be a really close match and probably for you know, for viewership purposes, maybe a little easier just to talk about RBY versus uh Devin Carter, the Andrew Long. That'd be be a throwback. But but as far as Quentin goes, it's like, okay, who do you want it's the question you have to answer is who do you want out of the lineup? Do you want Mark Hall out of the lineup or do you want Quentin Wright out of the lineup? Mm. Th- those two so Quentin was never, while he was a two-time champ and a three-time finalist, he was never undefeated or even, oh, well, I guess he was a senior year. So edit that out. Yeah, I would probably slide him down. And that's what we did. That's what we did um, for the best of the decade. Yeah. But I think you're good to have Mark Hall in there as well. It's, it's, this is just part of the Penn State thing. Like, not everyone will start. Oh, man. I do think that. Their their backup team, their B team, it would probably be pretty spicy. Um, oh, 
for all that. Yeah. So you go Conaway, Longer, RBY, 41, um, Andrew Alton. Um, Goulibon. Goulibon. He never – yeah, neither of those guys plays at 41. 49, Molinero. <laughs> 57. Who would you do at 57? Hmm. That would be a little tougher. Yeah. 65. Who, who's been there? 65, Shinzo. 50, oh, 50. Mm, would, would Kyler Sanderson fit? He was – no, he was 2010. So I think he was just 2010 out. counts. We're doing yeah. best oh, of the last Kyler. 11 years. It's not best of the decade. Okay, not, got it. So lot. Kyler could have been in. Um, you could have had Quentin or Mark in there. Matt Brown's not in there. He was an NCAA champion. Jimmy Lawson placed at heavyweight. Yeah, it'd be a team. Neville's Oof. too. Neville's, yeah. Neville's probably better than Lawson, actually. But they would get yeah. murked by that, that backup squad's not not uh, touching the Hokies. I can tell you that right now. All right. <laughs> Oh man! All right. Well, speaking of the Hokies, give us uh, give us the rundown on your fine team right there. Okay. Yep. Uh, I got a couple slashes in there. We'll see. They're gonna be game time decisions. Both guys are, are preparing like they're gonna be the guy. Uh, that's just that's just how, that's how we you roll. have to do it. That's how you do it in uh, in Blacksburg. So Joey Dance slash Gerard Garnett, Devin Carter at thirty three, Salman Chisco slash Chris Diaz, Sal Mastriani at forty nine, fifty seven Nick Bruschetta or Jesse Dong, sixty five Makai Lewis or David McFadden. 74, Zach Epperly, 84, Zach Savatsky, 97, Jared Hutt or Chris Penny, and heavyweight is Ty Walls, and that is the team. And those guys are all All-Americans, except Jesse Dawn. Yeah. Oh. Awesome. Well, I, we can just go ahead and get into it then. Um, I think after we had you on last time, we actually ended up uh, deciding that the lower-seeded team in every matchup is going to pick out what weight we start at. Um, mm. So. Christian, where do you want to start at? Um, you know what? Let's let's get it done. Let's start at one forty nine. Get right. it over with. Oh no! Get it over with. <laughs> so you got Zane Rutherford. Might have heard of him. Three time champ, on three undefeated seasons. Two time Hodge versus Sal Mastriani. Uh, Sal, as we talked about, a goer, lefty high C, couldn't get off the bottom. Had a not mixer. Good Zane Rutherford. Huh? So that's not good against Zane Rutherford. You're right. You're right. It's not good. It's not good at all. So there, I teed it up for you guys. <sighs> all right, take and- it from here, guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna get work and see if I can get back on my real computer. Um, okay. We'll weigh in when you need me to vote. That sounds good. All right. And we don't really need to dive too much into the stats of these guys, uh, especially since it's the second round, and also because we kind of know who these guys are. Yeah. Um, we've already kind of. Um, delve into who these guys are. So a little bit of a style matchup discussion is what we're going to dive into as well as we can. Um, Zane Rutherford, obviously, super high pace, super high pressure. And then on top, he's very, very good with uh, bow and arrows and some leg riding. Um, Constant (laughs) pressure is what he's always known for. And I think um, you'd be crazy not to take him in this match. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean – all respect to Sal, but Zane's one of the best to ever do it. Two-time Hodge, three-time champ. And, I, man, that, that bow and arrow that he used to just absolutely pain people with um, would not be fun to be put in. And so, um, yeah, Zane, Zane all day. Go ahead, Jude. 
If that's oh, all, well, all around the board. I'm just gonna make Unless Jude's taking Sal. Jude, you taking Sal? Alright, cool. Christian, who you have, my man? Uh, so interesting, interesting thing here. Sal Mastriani beat Devin Carter, who beat Evan Henderson, who beat Mitchell Port. Here we go. Who beat Zane Rutherford. Okay. You know and you know what? Every dog has its day. You never know. The things you can't predict are the things that always happen. Sal Mastriani with the mixer, first period. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that was too quick. Landmark. He made wow. made, I don't know what to tell you. He hit a mixer. He didn't wow. see it coming. No one tried a mixer on Zane Rutherford. I'm it's sorry. never been even tried before. It's never no been tried. Thought about it. They're like, it's man, tried. It's, Being from Pennsylvania, wow. Zane's probably never even seen one. <laughs> so we have the oh, first man. points of the tournament scored on Penn State. Well, so is, CP, uh, Zane wrestled for for Ken Churchow a lot. And, and Ken really loves that mixer, so I'm pretty sure Zane kind of <laughs> he, he must have at least felt it coming. But I guess Sal, it was too hard to stop. Yeah, he put that little new he put a little New Jersey spin on it, you know, and that, <laughs> it was just too much for him. It was the Italian; it got him. Couldn't get him. Yes, yes. <laughs> it was too much. Wow. Nice oh. meatball. <laughs> Six zero for the Hokies right off the bat. Now. We all have landmines left, but only one more can be used in the episode. We're going two, two per duel. Um, I'm glad I got that used uh, early. Well, now all the pressure's off. Now you can just relax and just you know vote for people. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's hey. I mean, if you're gonna use it, you got to use it to take out a great, like an all-time great. Oh yeah. So you know, perfectly placed there. Uh, but speaking of all-time greats, let's move on to 157. We've got Jason Nolf, um, another one of the guys on the team um, that has won three titles. He was actually in the, in the finals four times um, and was right there to possibly win the Hodge in his senior season um, before getting edged out by Bo Nickel. Um, but standing across the line from him, who do we got, CP? We're going to roll out Bruschetta, you know, Jesse Dong, he might be the wild card with a, with a better shot to win, but he's probably got a really good shot at getting like destroyed too. So this is kind of this is this is uh, being a little cagey, but uh, you throw out Brashad. He's a three time All American. They actually wrestled to a four one decision. So so we're gonna take that. Um, we're gonna wrestle hard. We're wrestling to win, but you know at the end of the day we're trying to win a dual meet. So no bonus points, but just a decision for Nolf. Ooh. Yeah, I gotta take Jason Wolf, man. The, the I remember I was so I looked back to the old DMs I had with Sam Herring back in the day when uh, before we even had this crazy podcast. But um, I remember asking him like, how does he how does he do it, Sam? Why what makes it so inc- like j- the things that Jason Wolf can do is is like a, none other. And uh, and Sam, all he said was, "He just loves it, Jude." What, what can I say? <laughs> and so, um, I was thinking about that a couple of days ago when I was looking through those DMs. But I'm gonna have to go with Jason Nolf here, picking J J N. Oh yeah, I mean it's Nolf all day. He lost. What do you have? Three maybe losses in his career. He lost to to Imar. Imar twice. Twice. He lost to Imar twice. And the injury default, did he lose to anybody I else? That. I don't count injury default. Well, he, I wouldn't count that either. So he's only, he only lost to one person Yes, in his entire career. Freshman year. <laughs> wow, that's Post-season. insane. Postseason, too. 
That's just absolutely insane. Yeah, never um, lost the regular season. And the guy he lost is one of the greatest of all time. Yeah, total total legend. Yep. Ooh. And and he pinned him at one point. So he, he beat him. beat every single wrestler he came in contact with at one point or another in his senior or in his career. Yes. So um it's Nolf. Nolf all day. All right. Penn State closes the gap. That's not something you normally hear. But six to three. <laughs> In favor of the Virginia. They're making a comeback. Just a little yeah. closer. Wow, the little engine that could, Penn State. You just can't count these these guys out. They, they'll they'll catch you. You got we're keeping VT on their toes, you know. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's move oh. down to possibly if this if this duel actually was somehow able to materialize and we we could watch it, probably easily the most exciting matchup to watch would be one sixty five. Oh yeah. Um Easily. So, Taylor. I mean, whoo. Yeah. All right, RBY Devin will be would be insane because de- that's just the weirdest style matchup ever. Um, we can talk about that when we get there. But if not that one, definitely DT versus, of course, obviously Mikai Lewis. Yeah. Ugh. I was no, gonna say, I think, I think this is what we should do, Jacob Christian. I think we should all take Mikai and force Jude into landminding. Landmining so he doesn't have extra sprints of practice. Oh no, no, wait. <laughs> no. We don't need strategy. I'm 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 picking Makai here, you know? He's uh <laughs> maybe not as accomplished or as good. But you know what? He does he would present some problems. It would not be easy for David to score on him. Defensively, I believe he would present problems uh that very few would, that very few could simulate. Um, and you know what? If I'm going to wear this shirt, I'm going to wear it all the way. So, who did, who tight is decision. Who is David Taylor wrestle that's like Makai Lewis? Because I'm trying to make a case for him. Well, D- Dake, uh, in, terms, in terms of – Strong, hard One strong. of the problems for David is he's, he very rarely got – he wasn't able to get to Dake as consistently as he did every single other person. Right. But, like, we, when you would get on Dake's legs, he, he could be so problematic – like Makai. Now, mm-hmm. Dake is so much better than Makai. But th- those are some of the, the defensive things that Makai um, could do. He would be really hard for, for David to score on. Now, he might he probably would ride him. Uh, it would not be good. But um, you know what? It happened. What can I I'm say? I'm going to follow suit for the fun. No. I'm following suit for the fun. For the we, fun. We so you're we compromising – I don't know how good Makai Lewis is, honestly. He he, what That's he true. did, and we, we haven't seen him wrestle folk style since he beat uh, Alex Marinelli, Evan Wick, and Vincenzo Joseph back to back to back. I mean, he kind of beat, he kind of handled Chinzo, guys. Chinzo beat a guy we That's just true. called an all timer twice. Who beat I'm Jordan a... Burroughs? Who beat David Taylor? Yeah. But, but, uh, come on! Oh, come on! No. <laughs> <laughs> So line up Marinelli, all those guys you just said, right? Marinelli, Wick, uh, Chinzo against David Taylor, and who are you picking every single one of those matches? David he, Taylor. It's, it's going to be David Taylor. Of course. Right? And so, I mean, it, I can definitely see where it would be an exciting match. But what and, like, we're trying to say through that. hopes up. What, what Christian's saying through that, though, <laughs> is not that's Makai's ceiling. It's Makai crushed those guys, and we have no idea how good he is now, kind of like Etchemendia. We have no idea how good that yeah, guy Yeah, no clue. Is. Huge what if? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. Maybe Mackay oh. Lewis is good at beating guys from St. Paris Graham. He beat Marinelli. That's where David Taylor went. 
I don't know. Maybe he's got that that Jordan Train system figured out. I'm just I'm just throwing out theories. Well, we can come back and, and review this in a couple of years and see where Makai's career goes to have a little bit more of a a clear view. But yeah. I, I don't see. I, I see it being a really fun match, and I, I can see you know Makai scoring some points. But I I don't see a path to victory if you ask me. I mean, Thank you, the, obviously the the thing that we remember with Makai is the takedown defense is just stupid. Um, but I mean, David Taylor's a whole different animal. I mean, first of all, how tall is David? I mean, tell me that, that keeping your leg up, standing up on one leg and keeping your leg off the ground with Chinzo is the same as David Taylor. Who's what? Like six, four or something. <laughs> no, he's not six. How four. tall is he? Six, four, he's four. way taller than Chinzo. Six, six, one, maybe. Six, one. You've got the expertise here. How tall is Chinzo? Chenzo is not tall. Like in no, person, not he's a tall like man. shorter than me. Yeah, he might be. She might be shorter than I am. It's uh, he's he's not very huge. That's the that's the biggest thing that's surprising. Like when you see a guy on like the TV, like you're like, oh, they look a lot bigger than they actually do in real person. Like yes. in real life, like Kyle Snyder, yeah. another one, not very tall. Not no, tall not. person. Well, regardless, I don't see Mackay being able to keep his leg up for that long with David Taylor on the other end. And I don't also, see David I mean, Taylor getting his leg that high, though. Oh, come on. <laughs> Seriously. Look at, the Azari, look at the Azari that, um, that Makai beat at Junior Worlds. That guy's, like, really, really legit internationally. Makai kind of pieced him up. Oh, absolutely. But, it, but you said, what, Junior World Champ, right? What about the other guy? Senior World Champ. Senior World Champ. Guess Wait, now? <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> huh? David Taylor? <laughs> He, I mean, not, not, not senior David Taylor at the time of this duel. Yeah, see, we're swinging Jude. Let's go. Let's reel him in, Sam. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, I hope he doesn't listen to this. Um, who are you I, just, now I will be sure to send him this clip. Great. I yeah, I, hold on. This, Let Sam. me go first so that we can leave Jude at the end um, so that he either disappoints his coach or, yeah, or makes him happy. Hurt. Um, so I'll, I'll leave him for the end. I'm going to say David Taylor, ankle pick city. TT uh, takes the win. All right, so Jude's the uh, tiebreaker, right. and if you go David okay. Taylor. So, all right, so they go out, they shake hands. David oh Taylor, they did oh a no. hand fight. Oh, no. No, no, nah, DT just, he, get, he keeps, there's too many avenues of attack. He can go ankle pick, right hand, left hand, inside, outside, so behind the back. back. Dude, uh, DT's, he's got too many ways to attack. And, you you know, clearly, single leg is, you know, Makai's very comfortable with his leg up in the air. We've mm -hmm. seen it. Um, but DT has a nice little double leg that he hits, too. He hits low doubles. Against, you know, Nick Heflin, he had to look for other avenues to score because but he couldn't get stuck underneath. Also, remember how much he's grown since college. And remember how we're talking about just college here. Because we brought up a lot of examples of David Taylor's post-college wrestling. And while he was incredible in college, I don't think he was nearly as good as he is now. And we have to keep that in, in perspective. I just don't think that freshman Makai Lewis or sophomore Makai Lewis is going to beat a peak to David Taylor. He's so had I'm three years in college. He's had three years in college by now. Well, I'm still picking DT. Yeah. All right. So, I got a question Hodges. for you. What, I mean, everyone talks, about, everyone talks about the two Hodges David Taylor has. No one talks about the other two years he didn't even win the Hodge. 
Yeah, what a scrub. Are, are we kidding? Like, why are we so high on this guy? He didn't even win the dance. All we know, Makai's about to win three. Well, yeah, whatever. Maybe. <laughs> we don't know yet. Uh, well, I got okay, a question well, for Jude, though. Jude, right, real quick. So, you've got David Taylor over Makai Lewis, right? So you think David Taylor beat Makai Lewis. You yeah. yourself are coached by David Taylor. Therefore, would you beat Makai Lewis? Dude, piece him up. Come also, I want to know. I want to know this logic, Jude. I want to know this logic. Jordan Burroughs, Makai Lewis, Makai Lewis, David Taylor, Makai Lewis, David Taylor. Where do you get that logic? Oh yeah, shoot. You bring up valid points, but the checks are on the board, Sam. So I think we Thank should keep you, moving. Jake. No, so what no, happens I'm not, with I'm the not letting him dismiss that. I'm questioning his logic. I don't care about the checks on the board. Listen, I did it. I did it. For I will them. erase those things. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> uh, man, what can I say? So Makai, he caught Burroughs. It, it like his head was too close to his knee on the stand up. It's you've seen it time and time again. His coaches were like, Jordan, you know, you got to fix this. He's gonna bite you someday. And J- Jordan was a little too stubborn. Makai caught him, pinned him. All right. I I don't know what the score of the match was at the time, but I would I would you know venture to say that. Makai was losing and had to get the cradle to, to not only seal the match for himself, but also for, uh, for, the, for the Hokies. So that was the whole Jordan Burrow thing that went down, all right, if you remember. In this situation, DT has already seen it. He, his, he doesn't do a stand-up with his head near his knee. He's been working on it. Casey's, uh, he has Casey in the corner, and it, he's got a really great game plan. He goes out, executes DT for the win. What about what about what can I say? What about what can I say? He had in college, you know, he talks about his back pain all the time. Why do you want Makai Lewis to win so bad? Uh, I'm just, I'm the check. No, you seem to really switching. want Makai Lewis to beat Jordan Burroughs last episode. I'm not switching. Just just keep on moving, please. I, I'm yeah. working on getting my back up on my real. I think it's a very sound argument, Jude. People get caught sometimes. It ha- it, it, mm-hmm. it happened. But David Taylor, no, he can't. Not even Bubba Jenkins. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> what happens now that it's two two? Uh, oh, people's yeah, vote was was David Taylor. The what Twitter was the score what? on the Twitter poll? Yeah. Twitter poll. Yep. Ah, oh, rigged. <laughs> <laughs> rigged. That, we, we got that idea from Flo, man. <laughs> I know. You shouldn't have. You should, never should have uh, introduced us to, to Twitter and the wonders uh, of the Twitter poll. No, Twitter's great. Yeah. The people have spoken. Right. Who are we to say? All right. Was, let's move on. We should bump Makai up now. Oh. <laughs> yeah. He's already wrestled. He just wrestled. He had, his, he had his cool down, and now it's time for him to get back on the mat. What cool down? He stepped off and took a sip of water, and he's yep. just ready to go? Yep. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm going to leave that up to the, the coaching decisions by Christian Piles over there. Yeah. No, but, we're, uh, we're, we're wrestling. We wrestled him to win that match. He fell short. There's some haters. Bad call. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got to deal with it. Well, moving on, uh, we have Mark Hall stepping on the mat for the Nitty Lions. Um, three-time NCAA finalist, one-time champ, um, four-time All-American, and, you know, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, that, to say that, to say the least. Um, and then Zach Epperly, Christian Piles, take it from here, please. 
Zach Epperly, he was the guy I talked about. He had the crazy backside run, multiple All-American um, out of Christiansburg High School, power program there. Um, good single, really good in scrambles, tough on top, just a super complete wrestler uh, in every way. Um, these two wrestled. It was a major decision for Epperly. This was not Epperly's uh, best year, but that, that did happen. Um, you, you guys can go first as now that I've kind of teed it up. We kind of know Mark Hall's game, I, I think. Yeah. yeah hey, so Facebook's on our side, guys. John yeah. Kelly says, John Kelly says, uh, David Taylor now wins, no doubt. College DT might not pull that out. What? So, are you kidding me? What Facebook page is this on? I want to get, I want to get involved and thank This them. is on my Facebook. Okay. Come on, man. David Taylor tech falled a guy in the NCAA finals. Yep, that's cool. Makai Lewis destroyed, destroyed <laughs> Vincenzo Joseph. Come on. Makai, no, he did not destroy Vincenzo Joseph. Yeah, it was pretty bad. He caught him in a cradle for four. Which is what a was lot the, of points. What was the final score? Uh, absolutely. But one big move helping you win. Now, he would have won without the cradle. But one big move helping you win is not destroying somebody. Okay. You beat him by a lot of points. Does that make you feel better? I don't care. It makes me feel good to see that my guy's moving on to the next round. Oh, that's good. Um, but, okay. Mark Hall, Zach Epperly. Um, did these guys meet at all? Yes, they did. Yeah, he um, made Mark Hall majored him. Okay. Um, I, I'm not picking any other way. It's Mark Hall here for me. Of course Christian, not. Who, who are you picking? Of course not. Um, listen, this is, this is peak Epperly versus whichever version of Mark Hall I want. This is, uh, <laughs> this is peak Epperly versus Michigan State Open true freshman year Mark Hall. What? That wasn't my decision. That's just literally when this match is happening. That's where we're having the dual meet. And backside Epperly 2016, <laughs> you put, you put Sagilayev in this guy's way. He's hanging 10 points on him. So Epperly gets the takedowns, a long ride, okay? Epperly could stay really strong positionally. Dumb blocking, okay? Slow him okay. down a little bit. I can't explain it. He just found a way. It happened again. Zach Epperly, Christianberg's own, gets it done. Man, it really stinks that Mark Hall would be like, you know, especially after winning all those junior and cadet world titles and, you know, being one of the most dominant high school wrestlers we've, we've seen in the past five years, he would just go and just get obliterated in one of his first tournaments like this. It is crazy. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Ex I didn't see it coming, Jude. But what? What can I do? No, I, I can't blame you. Um, but I, I will blame you, and I'm going to take Mark Hall for uh, <laughs> for this match because peak Mark Hall. We've seen him in the finals every year except for this one, and chances were he was going to make another final. So I'm yeah. taking Mark Hall. Y'all, Zach Epperly was good. Oh, absolutely. He was good. Don't discount him. There were a bunch of Epperleys. I don't know how many state titles the Epperleys won. But it's got to be in the – because there's like – there's – I don't know. I think there's like four or so of them. I'm sure someone else would know. But there's a bunch. They all won states like multiple times. Probably yeah. in the 10 to 12 range of total state titles. Mark Hall never won Virginia State Championship either. That, that's, mm. you got to keep this in mind. Christian, um, is it state or states? What do you say? Um, it's the state tournament. Um, I'm, I'm not going to enter this conversation. Do it, man. Come on. Make, make. <laughs> we, we might be here for hours if we get into this conversation. I can I say end state. it in just I a few state. words. I can end the conversation. We're going to states. No. 
Yes. 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 Don't get me into this. Are we going to oh, national? No. Scott Ross Take says stay. Okay. Look, Jacob, you go to national. How many years yeah. have you gone to national, Jacob? <laughs> it's, it's different, man. It's what sounds the best. Come on. Faith <laughs> sounds the best to me. Look here. Look here. Look. You go to the state championship, but you wrestle. At, no, no, no. How many state coach. tournaments Look. are you wrestling in? Listen to you this, guys. Guys, you're messing it up. It's not when it say when you say nationals. It's not national s. It's national apostrophe s. So it's a contraction of national championships. It's the exact same with state. When I say states, I'm saying something short for state championships. When I say state, I'm also saying something shorter for state championships. Both are correct. Well, Both are correct? Both are correct. Oh, I can't. Okay. I, can't handle it. I can't handle this fence well, sitting. Damn. Facebook is on my side. Uh, Scott Ross says it should be singular state. It is. Yeah, it is singular. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Ross, I'm not. I'm going to be nice to Scott Ross only because he sent us a really. Yeah, I was just going to say. Isn't that funny? Brad <laughs> just like walks in in the morning with this like tube. I'm like, what is that? And he opens it up, and I'm like, oh my gosh! Uh, <laughs> oh, wow, wow. right in my day. Good job, Scott. Kale wrestling awesome. a bear. That was awesome. I, at first, oh, I, I thought it was like an edited thing. I think it was hard to tell from video. I think it really. I think he really wrestled that bear from Heber City, Utah. <laughs> I'm just wondering if there are any more. I'm wondering if there are any more posters of Kale wrestling a bear and where I can find them. So I need Scott Ross to put that in the okay, chat. Okay, <laughs> Scott Ross just proved himself wrong. He said he's talking about something else, but he said let's give two Hodges. What are there? Two Dan Hodges? No, you're talking about. The Hodge Award, the Hodge Trophy. He won the Hodge. Yes. He won the Hodge. All right. Well, we're getting off down a rabbit hole. We oh, can talk okay. So, Epperly beat Paul. <laughs> so, now it's Ruth Savatsky. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Epperly had one vote. Oh, I, I misremembered. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, Sam. I'm going, Sam I'm Jude. going Mark Hall. I'm going Mark Hall as well. But, All right, Jude. Uh, I also picked Mark. I... I I can't pick Zach Epperly. I can't, and you won't make me. <laughs> That's right, it. Man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to get all defensive <laughs> about it. <laughs> yep. All right. Moving on. 184. Uh, Ed Ruth, Zach Sifatsky. Um, we have uh, we have back to back Zachs in the uh, Virginia say, Tech yeah. lineup that are spelled differently. Yeah. The the we H can't and put the us K. In a box. We'll spell it however we feel. <laughs> All how right. dare you tell me how to spell Zach? My well, brother, my brother spells it Z A C. See, I coached a kid that was wow. Z A C. He punched someone in the face in the middle of a match. It was not ideal. Atta boy. That's we, we overcame it. Nice. It was a great learning experience. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Well, um, CP, you want to tell us who Zach Savatsky is? A little bit of background. Zach Savatsky, Latrobe, Pennsylvania, All American, two times I think for the Hokies. Really athletic, good scrambler. Um, he was good from the top position. He could score. He could kind of do it all. I th he had, in my opinion, national championship pedigree, and it just never all came together for whatever reason. Um, but as I mentioned on the last time around there, he was, he was a top – he was like five seed three times and the six seed once. So very consistent all four years of his career, despite only coming back with two. But we're talking about Ed Ruth.
Maybe one of the best to ever, ever do it. Like, ever. Yeah. I, when he was at his best, there's, there's that argument, like, how many guys reached that level that Ed did? This is a guy that's just, like, majoring dudes on a whim in the NCAA finals. He was just, like, oh. drilling on guys that, that were perceived to be untakedownable, right? So I can't, I can't even go – I can't even troll with the Epperly thing here. It's Ed. It's probably bonus if he has an inkling. He's he's just that good. He feels like it. He, he feels like on it. that side of the bed. He's like, I'm gonna go bonus with the dude today. Oh, um, absolutely. The biggest thing for for Ed Ruth for what um, you know, my dad always says because my dad's the biggest Ed Ruth fan to exist. Um, that Ed did his ankle pick where he grabbed the front of the guy's foot, not like the back, like not out the heel, but like he grabbed the guy's laces and was able to just hold on to the man's foot like that. Like, the stuff that he could do is just unreal. And, um, man, Christian, what if, if he stuck with it, if he was still in the sport today, how high do you think his ceiling would be? Oh, he, he has world championship potential, no doubt about it. He made the team right out of college, right, over Clayton Foster, who at that point in time, Clayton was – he, he had at a World Cup, we beat multiple world medalists. He, he, Clayton Foster at that point in time was, was ridiculous. And he lost to him in a crazy U.S. Open, then he beat him uh, to make the team. Now, I mean, it, and that's not the first time I've heard, like, people that are a little more technically analytical than I am talk about what Ed could do with his hands. Like, he would just grab, grab mm-hmm. the foot, grab things a little bit differently because he had just ginormous hands. So he, I, I think he could have been – he could have been the guy at 86 for a long time. I think he would have, he would have been a tough matchup for, for once he got going, once he had the spot, if he had just made that his full on focus. And I think candidly, I think he needs to stay at Penn state to do that. If he had stayed at Penn state, stayed with kale, stayed in the system, built himself up into a, a, a full on 86 kilogram, he would have been big time problems at the senior level. I love. I, I listen. You want to know going into his senior or going into his world championships debut? I did a podcast with Willie before before FRL. I forget what he was even called, and we did our world championships. What? No, no, it wasn't even that. It's uh, it was something with Willie. I forget what he even called. Overflow. No, I don't even know what it was. Doesn't matter. And we both picked Ed to win. Now, we're huge American homers. But I, it was like, that was when Sajalayev was like, he won Worlds. And everyone was like, Sajalayev, Sajalayev. We're like, no, Ed's going to do it. So I have a huge, uh, a very high opinion of Ed, and I always have. He's, a, he's one of those what-if guys for me. He's not on the level of Kale and Henry if they had stuck with it. But fortunately, Team USA has had some monsters come along in 86 since 2016 with Jaden and now David Taylor. So uh, we're in good hands, at least. Because like when night. Henry left, Henry left, and we, he left us with no, you know I don't want to say nothing, but relatively speaking, we struggled at that weight after Henry left. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But that's oh. no, that's fine. That's you really invited good. me on. You knew you knew this would happen. <laughs> I know. That's why I asked. <laughs> yeah. But I, I assume mean, everybody's got um, Ed Ruth in this match. The truth, man. Oh, it's absolutely Ed Ruth. I mean, he was a. He was a three-time finalist, three-time champ. His freshman year, he was actually the two-seed. Um, he got taken out in the quarters by Nick Muchastegui, um, and then battled back and destroyed some folks to get third. Um, and actually won the – is it the Gorgarian? How do you say that? 
Gorian? Yeah, the Gorian Award. Yeah. We How many G's are there? Gold it's just like people are, are. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, I looked at it. it. I never say it. It's one I always read. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to ever say it again. But uh, yeah, it's Ed Ruth all day. I mean, did, Ed, did he win a Hodge? No. I don't think so. He, no. he and Nolf are two of the best to, to, um, wow. to never win a Hodge. You Is know, that was that just his bonus rate or? No, or so, okay. So, all right. So, let's go back. 2011, he did not win. 2012, that was the year. Dude, he and David were so close. Mm -hmm. David pinned and pinned, went pin, 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 tech through NCAAs and had a higher bonus rate. So, David won it in 2012. Then 2013, Ed won again. He was undefeated. Who won in 2013? Oh, Dake had to win it in 2013. He won his fourth title for you, so it was very obvious there. Then 2014, Ed uh, lost to Gabe Dean, and D David Taylor was more dominant anyway. So David Taylor and Kyle Dake stopped him from winning. Really, his sophomore year, 2012, was kind of the closest he really was to winning the Hodge, but he was on that level for uh, all along. Mm. So I have a question, another question about – um, about Dake, well, I mean, while we're talking about it, is mm -hmm. he won the Hodge? Was it because his bonus rate was super high, or because, or yeah. was it just that he he had the four titles? Well, that was certainly a part of it. it. One of the criteria is past accomplishments, but Dake might have led the country in pins that year. He pinned a lot of people that year. His bonus rate was a lot higher than people because his first three years he wasn't like Mister Bonus Points. He was like win how you got to win. And that still happened. You know, he had a couple of decisions at NCAAs his senior year. But he, uh, from a bonus point undefeated perspective, he was he was the clear. I think he would have won if that was his first title, potentially. He, he had a really great season. Fantastic. All right, that's all I have. <laughs> Let's move on to 197. Sam Herring, why don't you tell us about um, – actually, wait, why am I kicking it to Sam? I made this dang team. Uh and I will tell you about our, our starters here. All right, then. So who are you sending out? Who is – I'm going to ask that to Christian Piles. Who are you sending out, my man? Well, I'm sending out – listen, don't let Kyle Brackey listen. I'm sending out the Penn State Slayer, Chris Penny. <gasps> going to be in a little bit in their head. Dude, this guy beat Morgan. Are you serious? McIntosh? Yeah, dude, the NCAAs. Then, you know, I think they're going to start to get a little nervous. So we're playing psychological warfare. That's why we weigh in uh, 15 guys. And uh, we're, we're throwing out Penny. Uh, hey, well, take it all. Take all speaking of psychological warfare, <laughs> sending out Quentin Wright. Oh. Piles already said oh, shoot. Quentin Wright is one of his favorite wrestlers to ever <laughs> Wow. Can <laughs> he really pick Christian, against Christian, you, you, you played yourself, Christian. Wow. You played yourself. <laughs> oh, man. You Are you going to pick against Quentin? Have you spoken to him? He's the nicest man to exist. That is, that is factually correct. And I think, awesome. you know, maybe he's a little too nice here. You know, Quentin, Quentin had his lapses, not at 197, but they happened. There were some times it wasn't always uh, so great. Not when he steps on this mat. Not when he gets gets ready for this all-decade duel. It's peak Quentin Wright. And can you imagine saying to his face, Quentin, I love you, but I'm not picking you against Chris Penny. And seeing the hurt in his eyes as he realizes wow. that even his biggest fan would not pick him. 
Listen, he would probably say, that's okay, buddy, and start to pray for me right there on the yeah. Um, underhook, underhook you and headlock you. Quentin is, is an awesome dude. Actually, he's easier to pick against because, like, he's not gonna like, you know, some of these other guys get on Twitter and like yell at me like it's actually Dom Bradley. Oh yeah, Dom Bradley. Dude, <laughs> would be a Dom. We're like, cool. But hey, man, he was fired up. It's it's all good. We're uh, me and Dom are cool. We've talked since. Um, yeah, I can't do it though. I gotta go, Quentin here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's Quentin all day, man. I mean, he picked apart Dustin. Okay, Kilgore. not all day. Oh no, yeah, absolutely. All day, any day, any day, all day, whenever you want it, wherever you want it. It's no, that's right not true. <laughs> that well, is completely not true. How is that not true? Chris Penny You're beat s- Morgan McIntosh, who beat Jaden Cox, who beat beat Bo Nickel. Okay. Morgan McIntosh and Quentin Wright are not the same dude. They're not. Have you ever? Okay, you say that, but have you ever seen them both at the same time in the same place? <laughs> That's yeah. true. I have not. Christian, you got to get on Facebook here. We're talking about uh, who okay. you picked against, who doesn't uh, like, who doesn't like it or whatever. That when they win or whatever. Mm-hmm. Scott Ross said, "Gwiz's mom." <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh job. Man, so weird. yeah, very true. I'm glad. I'm glad Gwiz isn't in this conversation. Even yeah, though I'd pick him to win, I would still end up on the other side. All right. <laughs> so, all day Quentin Wright is currently still beating on Chris Penny as we speak, um, and will continue to do that for as long as oh he deems God. necessary. Oh my! Uh, so down out. to two eighty-five. Penn State Homer Jacob, come on! Penn State Homer, man, dude, You're I wear this shirt. shirt. You're wearing like, a shirt. <laughs> I wear this shirt like maybe once a year. Like I'm That's very selective. What they all say, okay, buddy. very selective. Um, and I actually paid money to go to a Penn State camp, and I got headlocked by Quentin Wright. So I have earned the right to pick Quentin Wright in this duel and wear this shirt. Is that how you earn it? Yeah, it is. Headlock, if he can headlock you, I, down get, I mean, he's never I'm, he's never headlocked me. I've never paid to go to a camp with Quentin Wright, so maybe I don't have the right to to pick him. Well, I, I, I like what CP just said. If he can headlock me, he can definitely beat Chris Penny. So. Oh, that's true. That's, I didn't really count that. Yeah. That's how it goes. Quentin Wright probably uh, has um, the has the better win here. I just I, I already said it on here, but I loved it, man. When he, he headlocked me in like in front of everybody to show the move, right? And he just looks at me and like not to everybody, but just me individually, and is like, "Hey, man, um, just so you know, before I throw you, I need you to do three things." Tuck your chin, cross your arms, and enjoy the ride. I was like, <laughs> all right, sounds good. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, keep all yeah. limbs inside the cart. Yeah, but um, a man that I would definitely not want to get thrown by is Anthony Kassar uh, or Ty Walls, either one. Um, if they try to pick me as a practice partner, I'm going to run. Um, so at 285, Kassar versus Walls. Um, Jude, tell us. Kassar, you've interviewed him. So who is he? Interview, dude, Anthony Kassar, he's my boy. We go to the same church. He's an awesome, awesome guy. He got, dude, big man. Let me tell you that. He, he, <laughs> he as, as, uh, as Ken Chertow once said, that, that Caesar was uh, hitting the, the protein supplements all summer long, getting grilled chicken, lean diet, some Advocare in there, and he bulked up and went from 197 to 285 and won a national, or, yeah, a national title uh, against – Gable Stevenson. I mean, I think very highly of Anthony Kassar. Uh, Christian Piles, give us the rundown on Ty Walls. 
Ty Wiggity Walls, uh, St. Ed's, Ohio. We talked a little bit about that last show. Great high crotch. Beat Adam Kuhn multiple times. Took down Kyle Frederick Snyder. Um, he was really good. Uh, Ty Walls, super, super good wrestler. Never reached that. Uh, he was when he was wrestling. You know, Snyder. It was Gwiz. Was his senior year, I think, was Snyder Gwiz. Uh, so, but he was in the mix, man. He was really good. Um, this 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 match is actually really tough. Two really athletic guys. Kasar maybe a little more athletic. Ty maybe a little more mat savvy skill. Better leg attacks maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but you know, Ty goes to the hokey baby. Ty gonna hit that that pretty little high crotch. Lift him straight up in the air. There's plenty of pictures. Tony Rotundo, Wrestlers of Warriors, of Adam Kuhn, about five foot ten inches in the air, launched on a high crotch. Walls was quick, fast, fast to the leg. Um, it's a takedown battle. No one's riding anyone. No one's riding Ty. Ty's not riding Anthony. It's a takedown battle, and uh, I'll take Ty. Man, wow. uh, Christian, Ty is still on the senior level scene today, right? Yeah, he's wrestling. He's uh, he kind of trimmed himself down to a ninety-seven kilo. Ninety-seven, guy. yeah. In the oh, mix. Huh. Okay, Sam Herring, who are you taking at two eighty-five? The tie walls. Ooh. Why? For all the reasons mentioned before, and also because it's fun to watch you defend your Penn State guys. Jacob, actually, I'm I'm going Jacob to be in the position. I'm taking Anthony Kusar. He's my well, guy. I can't pick against him. Uh, also, like I, you say, like Ty Walls is going to hit pretty shots. Anthony Kusar could hit some pretty shots too. Anthony Kusar only started one year. Yeah, he lost to Derek White too that year. So Derek, it's not like he was how like. How many national titles there. does Ty Walls have? Well, we'll see. His well, uh, okay. <laughs> well, I'm still taking Anthony Kassar. He he did the dang thing in the place where it needed to be done. The first time he ever had to do it. Let let me know when Kyle Snyder is in the bracket and and uh, Nick Wisdowski. Not not oh oh Gable Stevenson, Mason Paris. <sighs> Mason Paris freshman year. Uh, oh Mason, come on Mason. He lost the soul. Mason. <laughs> Come on. All right. All right. Sorry. <laughs> I just had to say something. He took like seventh at Big Tens. Yeah. Come on, Jude. Yeah. All right. Bad take. <laughs> <laughs> That's the beauty of live. You get your your uh, your bad takes are, are in real time. It's amazing. Damn quick. Wait. Edit it so, out right now. <laughs> hold on. Sam, aren't you like the biggest Gable fan ever and have argued with me about not having him in the Minnesota lineup? Let's and now you're saying that that win over Gable twice wasn't a big deal? No, I never said it wasn't a big deal. When did I say that, Jacob? It's just, a, it's you a just downplayed match. it. Stars are a really, really good wrestler. I downplayed the Mason Paris match. Yeah. Well. Um, yeah, I am fortunately left uh, to pick this duel, and it's easy. It's Anthony Kassar. Um, it, it's Kassar. Come on. You're I not mean, as fun as Jude. No. See, CP <laughs> just said that you just brought up the loss to Derek White, but you you didn't bring up. The uh, earth-shattering takedown and a uh, victory over Derek White in the NCAA finals. That's true. So uh, that wasn't fair. That's because <laughs> that's because that wasn't he lost to him, and that shows his bottom bottom. Yeah. So I was yeah. I was fortunate enough to actually be right in the front row for that. Um, actually, my man Bob in the chat. Um, I was sitting right there with him watching that, and I'm sure he can attest to it. And I'm sure Christian can too, because you're probably right there too. Um, dude, that takedown against Derek White 
in the in the very beginning when he slammed him on his back, literally like shook the stadium. Yeah, um, it was. It was oh man. Um, so yeah, it's the it's Anthony thing in terms of like. Uh, I actually happen to have really good tickets this year. Shout out Coach Waters. He hooked me up. Um, oh, two Judes? Is, is he giving himself an extra vote? Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, like that'd, be, that'd be some dastardly deeds if he gave himself an extra vote. But when, uh, when Zach Ray was Matt returning Ryan Flores in the 2012 NCAA Finals, Matt, Zach Ray's Matt returns were insane. He would pick, he'd pick up Ryan Flores, who was, unfortunately for him, not a very big heavyweight. He picked him up like like you would pick up your little brother, like whoom, and just spiked him down. Uh, th- he was ridiculous. He was so good at mat returns. That was another really loud moment, and just in terms oh, yeah. of human flesh hitting the mat. But uh, yeah, no, that was good, very good. Kassar timed that takedown perfectly at the end of the, the periods when Penn State guys love to strike. They love scoring at the end of periods, finishing periods on top, and uh, Kassar made it happen. He was ready in this match. And I don't know, I think it's arguable that he could have got the fall there. I mean, he was on his back and, like, pretty flat there for a few seconds. I don't know what that's got to do with, with, uh, with Ty Walls, but, but uh, okay. Oh, sorry. Um, Getting off track there, Jacob. Come on, man. Whatever, whatever. NCAA champ, he's going to win the match. Let's, let's move on. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You sure? This is this is this I'm is sure. I'm telling you, this is a very close match. It's no, a, it, it's a one it takedown decision match. No, it would be a fun one to watch. I really would like to see it, but still going Gasar on it. All right, hey, uh, can you guys hear me? Okay. Yeah, I, uh, right. I fixed it. I fixed my problem. Instead of opening the the application through Google Chrome, I opened it through Mozilla Firefox, and. Uh, and the old Firefox came through. So now I'm back on the, my intended computer, and uh, we're good all job. good to go. Good job, Jude. Thank I you. <laughs> the last thing I heard was Christian say, two Judes? <laughs> awesome. He all said right. you're trying to yeah. cheat, cheat us and get two votes. Two votes. <laughs> all right, yes. well, rolling back around to the top, we got 125, Nico Megalutis uh, versus CP's choice of either Joey Dance or is it Jared Garnett? It's actually Gerard, even it's though Gerard. there's a guy named Jared Patterson who spelled his name the exact same way. You have to say them differently. But we're going with Joey Dance because Dance Ooh. really hey, is watching right now. It happened. The match happened. Gerard's I saw watching, man. In the building, Joey Dance beat Nico Megalutis. I saw it. And what can you do? Joey Dance, he won again. Oh, it was four to three. It, mm-hmm. it actually did happen. That's two votes. Cool. Two for, for Joey. So. How, how many times did they meet, though? Um, I don't know. That's Devil. that's what I want to know because anybody can steal one. We've uh, we've proven Not that anybody, with Sal no. Mastriani. No, anybody. Sal Mastriani pins Zane Rutherford in this duel. So he's not a anybody. He's he's Sal Mastriani. That's the key difference. He also lost to Nico. He lost to Nico six one. That also that happened. Fair. That match wasn't fair. What? <laughs> was, not regulation. It? was the mat slanted? What well, yeah. was not fair about it? Yes, it was extremely slanted. Uh, and it was not a regulation-sized mat. Yeah. Uh, Gerard, Gerard says he's got Joey Dance. Gerard Garnett? Yep. He's in the oh chat. My God, what's up, Gerard? He's watching on Twitter. Nice. What? I talked about your underhooks, man. <laughs> 
Oh, gosh. All right, I'm taking Nico Megalutis. I, I only see one match been... between them. I don't know. You guys, I might be wrong, but I only see one match. I, 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 might be I found it. On, you guys uh, didn't have to show me. It's on an ex- obscure little website, but obscure little by obscure, I mean teamusa.org, not obscure. <laughs> so where, why is it on there? Where was the event? What was the score? Uh, it's, just, it's just a little thing on Joey Dance. Um, you know, it says he's seeking redemption in his final collegiate season. It was written 2016, so a while back. Um, but I'm taking Nico Megalutis um, in this match. And who has yet to vote? Wait, hey. hold on. I want to make a point. Nico won the first time they met in like 2014, but the more recent match, Joey Dance won. Show me, prove it. I can prove you. I can prove it right now. It's on right. <laughs> I believe you. You don't have to prove it. All uh, right. You're back I, down real quick, didn't you? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it, it's coming down. I guess so. Jude just took Nico, right? So it's two two, and I am left to be the deciding factor again. Where this is going? Side with Jude. Oh, oh, you don't know where this is going. Oh boy. Ah. All right. So where this is going is. Um, with all the information you guys have just said, and, uh, you know, Joey won the most recent match. Um, I am actually, I'm taking Joey dance here. Um, and the reason for me taking Joey dance is because Joey was always at the top. He was always one of those dudes. Everybody expected to be in the national finals, expected to be all these great things. And, you know, for whatever reason, he kind of fell short, um, you know, got upset a couple of times, um, but not today. Joey Dance is going to take the win here and beat national champ Nico, Nico Megalutis. This match was a mess when he won. It, it was tiebreakers. Yeah. Bunch of weird stoppages, if I remember. But Joey, Joey was really um, in tiebreakers. He was so tough because he's, he could struggle to get away, but he's generally pretty, pretty tough to ride. But he, he would throw double legs and just flatten dudes out, and he would just eat up periods like that. It's like kind of like Dayton. You don't think Dayton is like – most amazing top wrestler, but in tiebreakers, he can get double legs in and flatten you out. And uh, if the official doesn't stalemate it, you are screwed. Oh man, is that? I don't want to talk about that match, but never mind. I don't want to talk about it. I was going to ask about the the stalemate in the national finals against Nick Suriano, but it's it's an interesting one. We talked about it kind of recently, and yeah, I was I remember it. I mean, it's it's a weird call because I mean, basically. You're taking the win. Um, Dayton is winning the match if they don't blow the whistle there. But at the other, I remember at the time thinking, I you see this often where the ref always gives a, a restart, fair or not, it's not uncommon. But I think if the if it's called tiebreaker and you're making it about riding, if you're incentivizing riding, then you need to let them ride. But um, anyways, I thought that was that was weird. Mm. All right, weird match all around. Okay. Well, I guess I'm outnumbered here, even though me and the people agree. All right, so it's tied now. So I want to point out, we got a couple of people just joined the the Twitter stream. Um, It's Jack Mueller and FRL listener, FRL question. Oh, that's Jude. Who is it? That's That's Jude. Jude. (laughs) Uh, But Jack Mueller's in the chat. I wonder why it says, I wonder why it still says my my Twitter handle is at FRL questioner, because I definitely changed that. (laughs) Uh, It used to be. Good times. Nomad's worst take. Dude, yeah, Christian, I my old I, I started Twitter as I was a joke Twitter, I was a prank, and I was I was like, 
Nomad's worst worst take. I was like the embodiment of, of <laughs> Texas and refrigerators in Texas. I remember it. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's Dude, great. Uh, Shout out Jack Mueller. Yeah. Well, so we got we got uh, Gerard Garnett's vote in the chat. What about Jack? Let's see if he throws his <laughs> vote in there. Let's see what he says. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, but Jack, beat, Jack beat Joey at the uh, at NCAA's. That was a big, big upset. Yeah. Joey had beaten but, him. Uh, Jack could correct me, um, but Joey definitely beat him at ACCs, and I think maybe in the duel as well. Jack, Jack got it done. Good job, Jack mm. Mueller. Let's get Jack yeah. Mueller on the. Let's get him on him on the horn for Team Texas. Team Pull Texas. All right, hey, uh, let's keep this moving. We still have uh, two, two more. more weights left, and then I'm sure we have some time to talk after that. But 133 pounds, Roman Bravo Young, quite possibly the weak link in this in this Penn State. But even that, like you know, ranked as high as second or third this season um, in a very top. A very tough top four at 133 pounds. He's athletic. He's fast. He can get to your legs and uh, and finish pretty consistently. And he's going up against Devin Carter. Who is Devin Carter? Christian Piles. Devin Carter is a full-on beast. Very physical. Beats dudes up. Maybe would give up a takedown. Very unorthodox style. He did a lot of stuff from like uh, on top. He was really weird. He had a lot of, but he also had a lot of four-point techs. Like he would just destroy dudes on his feet a lot of easy go behind stuff um really good with a two-on-one he's he had a lot of ways to score um underhooks were were out of control too as i recall gerard could probably give you gerard probably had to be a be a partner for for devin um for a while so he could probably give some good context there but devin devin i think would have matched up really well against rby even if he gave up a takedown which which could happen devin had a pretty upright stance he wasn't like the most traditional there wasn't much traditional about his style, but mm. um, I I think a little too much man here for for RBY uh, at this point. Now senior year RBY, if he's still at one thirty three, it's gonna look really different. Remember, we're talking about true sophomore Roman Bravo Young, whose best days are clearly in front of him. But this will not be his best day because I think Devin Carter would win. So How- update from the from the Twitter feed, we got uh, Gerard Garnett says Devin Carter hits the bundle for the pin. The bundled, yeah. He loves a bundle. He's good at the bundle, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, and then Jack Mueller said he majored me in the duel. I got upset in the semis by Falls at ACCs, so I didn't wrestle dance. Then I wrestled at my NCAs. There you yeah. go. Wow. I forgot about that Falls. Yeah. So um, I shoot. think, you know, looking at, at this match, I think it'd be a really fun match to watch. And I was watching Devin Carter film today. Um, I really would love to see if there's one match, you know, besides the DT uh, Makai Lewis in this duel that I'd like to see it definitely be this one. Um, and my thing is if we're talking about RBY as of last year, um, then, then I would be Devin Carter all day. Um, but RBY was a different animal this year. Y'all um, he really like stepped up into the title contender um, role with hey, Jacob. You know, Jacob. Yeah. Oh, Oh no. Oh my God! Really? Come on. Um, well, you, you know what? You got to do what you got to do. Okay. If you don't want your arm ripped off by Austin DeSanto, then you take them away. And um, Seth also did that. So it was actually a game plan by multiple people, I not just everyone. Seth went more to two on one, but we can talk to him more about. You that. know, I actually saw that technique um, 
in place at the PIAA state tournament this year. There was this kid going out. He put his arm behind his back when he was wrestling so he wouldn't get dumped. I don't know. It's kind of it's brilliant. That's well, all I'm going to say. Either way, y'all cut me off. RBY wins this match. Sophomore RBY was awesome this year. Um, and he was just he was crazy, man. He was a lot of fun to watch. I think just the speed and athleticism is, is something on, on a different level. Don't forget about strength, though. This, this dude, Devin Carter, was fierce. Fierce. Uh, have y'all talked to Mason Beckman about Devin Carter? He has a great story. Dude, maybe I think he's mentioned on. him before, but maybe maybe we should have Mason bring on Devin. He'll tell it better than me, but he was wrestling him at Ironman, uh, and he was losing. It was not going well. Devin, Devin was uh, super, super good. Mason, obviously, would be re- really good in college, but he was I think he was a year or two younger, so... And just from a physical maturity standpoint, Devin was just ridiculous. And Mason, like Mason, like literally just took a long time out. Just he, in the corners, like his coaches were like, "What's wrong?" He's like, "I just, I just cannot. I just don't want him to touch me right now. I just want. I had to get him off me. Like, <laughs> like that bad. It's like I just need him away from me right now. It was like that kind of. He'll tell it better than me. But like that was the kind of pressure that Devin was putting on Mason Beckman, who I think we all know plenty about. Yeah, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so ask him that one. Ugh. Sam, I don't put know my who I want to pick. I'm, I'm really actually struggling with this one because on one hand, I am a homer, and I really like RBY a lot. But on the other hand, Devin Carter, like, did the dance. I don't know. He's – No, that's – Maybe I'll flip a coin. Answering maybe. off his bone – He's done for the year, comes back, makes the NCAA finals. It happened. I'm telling you, I've said a lot of stuff on this podcast. Devin Carter, for real, wins this match. All right. I'm, I'm going Devin Carter. I, Bravo Young, hasn't, he hasn't made a final yet. And I think that that says He's more. He's turning, CP. He's turning. That says a lot, okay? Oh. And right, so when I say let's go, Jude, you have to say Hokies. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's uh let's move to 141 before any more hokey propaganda gets spread. So <laughs> a, a landmine would win for the Hokies. Oh wow. And no, don't even think about it. I don't oh. want it. I don't want it. I want my team to make the finals. It might or might not be sitting right now. No. Uh, what do we do in the in in a tie? What do we do? But, but- by the most way, a landmine would only tie it. Yeah, um, it is. You oh. go to most bonus points. That's what NCAA regulations are. <laughs> oh, it's, it's criteria. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Let me go oh, last. Man. Let me go last. Uh, uh, all right. Well, oh, it's going to happen. He's going to do he's it. He's the angel of death. Uh, I love him. I'll, I'll start it, it off. Me. I'll start it off and, and just say that Nick Lee had a phenomenal career, was an animal this year. Uh, picking people apart, this you know. Aside fault. from, aside from Luke Pletcher, there was nobody even standing close to him. Um, he's, I mean, I, I can't pick against Nick Lee here. And man, if if oh, if this happens, I, I might just sign off and let somebody else take my wow, place for the rest of this thing. We're gonna get, send Jacob. I might retire. You might retire me if if Salman Chisco wins. All right, I'm voting for Nick Lee. Also okay. because of what Jacob said, but also because of the stats. Solomon was sixth twice. Nick Lee was fifth twice. That's just pure numbers. 
I'm going with Nick Lee. Mm. Big data guy, Jude Swisher. Thank you. Not counting in competition, though. <laughs> yeah, Solomon uh, was pretty solid, Jude. He was pretty good. Pretty good. I don't know, man. Um, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it to Solomon Chisco, a little PA over Indiana. Uh, you know, he's pretty good. I think he gets it done. He'd probably overlook him like Nick Lee overlooked um, Ryan Deal and got packed. We all saw it. It happened. We can't change the past, Jude. Ryan Deal, Penn Slade, Nick Lee. So I got Solomon by a, by a little upset here. All right, there's your vote. Now it's my turn. I'm going to play out this match for y'all. Nick Lee walks out Let's there, try. shakes hands, and Solomon shakes hands as well. <laughs> they start wrestling. Nick oh. gets to the arm, goes dump, and texts him. Oh. What? She didn't do it. <laughs> there we go. There we go. He oh, didn't do it. The Hokies Hoke. so, made it interesting. That was oh, my gosh. It was close. Nick- I, was, I was so scared. Like, my heart was beating. I was like, he's going to do it. Tell, dude, I can tell. He's gonna, he, I was like, he's going to tie it up, and he's going he's gonna to do the upset of all upsets. Like, CP, we had, we had Wisconsin upset who? Ohio State? Oklahoma State. Uh, who yep. was it? Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. Like, that was big. Like, I was like, whoa, I was not that expecting was that. But, like, oh. They made it. Oh, in. man. They made See, it. That's for sure. Here, here's, here's the exact point that I, I made before. And we have, to, we have to implement bonus points. And that's what CP said, too. Like, we, Penn State is, is where they're at today because of the bonus point. A crazy bonus point production. And if we talk about adding bonus points into this duel, different duel. I, I mean, but how many of these matches would you really consider bonus points to a be A lot. Impact? A lot. Yeah, several. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Jude, Jude would because he's uh, at oh, 65. Taylor, Jude, Jude would put in like a pinfall at 65. <laughs> yeah. uh, dude, you might want to change your name, dude. I know you are, but just uh, – <laughs> Scared of DT. (laughs) Oh, no. I'll leave it. Who cares? (laughs) Wow. And just like that, the Penn State Nittany Lions live to survive another day. Final score, 21 to 12. Huge scare. I I about peed myself. I thought it was going to happen. The almost beat Penn State in 2014. It was a crazy, crazy duel at Rec Hall. Epperly beat Matt Brown. If Joey Dance hadn't lost to Jordan Conaway, they would have won. But he lost. It was in a match. He thought he was tied. I, I, I swear. He thought he was tied. I'm pretty sure he was losing by two at the time. And he thought oh. it was tied. So, like, the match ended. He's, like, like, looked around all confused. And everyone was confused. I was like, what the heck was happening? But, yeah. So, that was a crazy thing that happened. Um, I'm trying to think if there are any other upsets. Um, Austin Gable beat somebody that was good. Oh, beat Matt McCutcheon. So it was pretty. It was a crazy duel. Very exciting match. But the Hokies fell just short, like they did today. And <sighs> I mean, yeah, this this was a great duel, man. It's a really great duel. I think that's part of the fun that we're that we're doing it like this is that like we're actually trying to think through you know the match happening and make it realistic. And I think. This this would be awesome, and I'm I'm glad to see Joey Dance get a little bit of redemption. Yeah, baby, way to go, Joey. Yeah. yeah. So before we 
we inevitably have to come uh, bring this podcast to a close, as as all podcasts must. Um, Christian, I just want to ask you just a a real quick question about having Lee Roper on the show today yeah. and tomorrow as well. And I was mowing lawns, listening to the listening to it, not live. And whenever Lee started giving the breakdowns of like the guys in the matches, I just stopped the mower, called Sam, and I was like, "We have to get him on, like right, like like this week. We have to, because he's." Lee is like no other, man. Poor Jude oh. can't, though. I cannot because I'm not NCAA eligible as of, uh, as of yet. Uh, you are or you are not? I am not. In one month, I will be. So I'm a sophomore right now. You uh, can, June 15th is the cutoff, I'm pretty sure. So you can have him on right now, but not after June 15th? No, no, no. It's the other way around. What? So he, could, so he, he can't, can't talk to college people. coaches right now. So but basically, he'll be, he'll be I in, would have to be out. Oh, or yeah, a month. Oh wow, that's so funny. Would it be um? Would it be illegal? Would it not be like an illegal contact if you did the show after June fifteenth? No, that would be legal. That would be good. That would be all right. To be recruited. You know how coaches can like show up on the doorstep and everything on on June fifteenth. You can do shows with with guys. Oh man, maybe that would be the next thing. As as elite wrestlers get into media, and they're like, you know, I might give you a second look here, coach. If uh, Come on if you want, if you <laughs> <laughs> literally, give me okay, Coach Roper. Thanks, thanks for coming on. All right, give me the pitch for you and I. Road <laughs> the cons. What do you think? the recording. All right, all right, all right. Thanks, man. No, but my like eighth grade summer before I become like I'm not allowed to interview any more coaches. I'm going to interview pretty much every college coach there is. Okay, yeah. So your day's coming too. Yeah. Oh man, that's so weird. I've never like. I, I know there's all these things with you guys being young, but I hadn't considered you guys being actual recruited NCAA athletes being an obstacle. Obviously, you're both very, very good and would be, but it just didn't enter my mind. So that's really no. It's oh, it's yeah. definitely been one of the, the the stickier things to navigate, especially because like you know it doesn't explicitly say in the NCAA guidelines like you can't, <laughs> you can't have an interview. You can't do it. Record an interview with them. But it's like it's just one of the things that I'd rather not step on the NCAA's toes, especially because I'm considering, you know, uh, eventually wrestling Division One in the future. And so, I don't know. Yeah. It's not something I would rather take chances on. If you guys weren't. Yeah. If you guys were uh, worse, it wouldn't probably be a thing because no one would turn in. Because basically, the way it works, NCAA wrestling, you'll find out. It's just coaches snitching on other coaches. Basically, there's not mm-hmm. a lot of self policing. The NCAA isn't like scouring stuff. It's one coach is mad at another coach because they took this recruit or something happened. So they're, they're doing the dirt. The vast majority of violations are just discussed and not reported. You hear about, oh, this team did this. Well, did you report them? No. Okay. All right, weird. <laughs> so, you'd probably be fine, but uh, I applaud you guys being on airing on the side of caution. Cause oh, thank you. And, you know, you know, I was doing some research on, like, some, some like, scandals that really, like, blew up and, like, the recruit the biggest ones for recruiting involve like coaches paying high school athletes yeah. and, and, you know, visiting them like all over the place. I don't know. You're going to violate. That's the way to go. Get yourself paid, Jude. Dude. I- <laughs> <laughs> Forget the media thing. Forget the podcast. Straight cash. Let's get some money. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I think it's crazy too that like, like you kind of alluded to when, before I came on with everybody, like I, I was a fan, you know, watched, HMA and and loved hearing Sam and Jude talk wrestling, but I never, I don't know what it was, but just I never thought about in my mind like these guys are also wrestlers. Like I wonder how good they are. Um, 
And I saw Sam wrestle the other day, and he was, I mean, he at a national tournament, Tector pinned everybody. Um, everybody just destroyed them. I mean, I missed like two or three of his matches because I was on the way over there and it didn't last that long. Um, and when we were setting up for a podcast the other day, we're, we're in the waiting room before and, and he's sharing a screen with me, moving stuff around. And on his background, there's a thing pulled up and it, I was like, wait a minute, Sam, like go back. And I went back and it says Sam Herring, six time Tennessee state champ. It's like, yeah. <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> I remember I remember the first time I ever talked to Sam, I was like, so, you know, how did you do this year at States or whatever? And he's like, oh, I won my fifth title. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, my fifth yeah. title. I was like, bro. Well, <laughs> well just so, understand, Tennessee is a lot, lot different than, than Pennsylvania. Yeah, but I saw you wrestle, and you're a lot different than most wrestlers. So yeah. I just want to po- put it out there and, like, to anybody that listens to us that they're not just talking wrestling because they like wrestling. They're also very, very good. Obviously yeah. you getting fourth in PIA, uh, PIAA state this year. Conversely, I just talk wrestling. I'm not good. <laughs> so on the other hand, I'm kind of wondering, I'm like, Hmm, uh, when I see little, uh, younger, good wrestlers, I'm like, I wonder if I could beat this 100 pound child. Any <laughs> <laughs> question in my mind, if I could beat Sam right now, and there's probably a good chance I couldn't. Um, <laughs> hopefully we'll never find that out hopefully we hey, will we, we, we should can, go to we can add it awesome. to the flow wrestle offs oh my gosh yeah, cp versus sam i hope those happen by the way <laughs> I, do, yeah, I do too candidly but i just don't think they will that would be awesome i think people would la- would watch i really do but man so what are the next plans for flow while you're on here what are some some big things that dude um in the future all right I'm giving you all the exclusive here. Let me give you. Let me pull something up. Uh, oh, it's not that. Don't calm down. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, you get a hold of yourself. Uh, it's not that good, but I just want to give you all a sense of what's coming. We are. Oh man, I don't know. I'm like in trouble for saying this. Um, uh, we're we're in the works of a multi-episode Penn State film right now uh, about. Wow. Kale's first decade. Um, and we're, we have tentative dates for Metcalf, which are looking like early July. Can't wait for that. We are also working on a uh, Jordan Burroughs versus Kyle Dake rivalry film that w- is looking like early June. Oh, so yeah. We've got three monsters coming this summer. So they're wow. happening. The You can't hold me to the dates. Um, I didn't swear in. I'm not under oath, but that's what we are eyeballing right now. So, well, geez, I just wow. scooped my own, my own website for you, Sam. So it's you good. Go. Nobody listens to our podcast anyway. It's not going to, you're not going to get it. <laughs> yeah. Well, the next thing we have on the docket, we're actually going to be putting together a uh, best to never win it bracket. Um, so we might have to, we might have to hit you up and figure out who, that. yeah. A- that's yeah, so I, we're gonna have to put some kind of a some kind of parameters on it because I don't know how far back with research we can really get. Um, but you know, best to never win it is gonna be. We're gonna put together a bracket. And I'm I'm gonna be lost in a lot of these things. I'm afraid because I can't go much farther than 2013. This is where you need a, this is where you need a Lee Roper. Honestly, he's, he's very you know. Brian Snyder's a name that gets thrown a lot out a lot. Is one of the best to never win it. Um, I mean, there's there's a few guys in this decade that I think were really good that didn't win a title. Um, I don't. What are you going to do about the 2020 class? Guys like Pletcher and Colin Moore. 
um, that, get counted in, in my mind. Yeah, 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 they're counted in for sure. Cool. Mm. I, think, I think that's cool. Um, yeah, I mean, we were, we were talking about it on uh, with Sean last episode, and like Mitchell Port for Edinburgh is up there too. Port was so good. Um, hey, ben, man, yeah, I, I don't know why the best the big names aren't really coming. Gilman would be up there. I mean, he yep. was he was a one seed, um, undefeated, and lost. Yeah, that's a yeah. that'll be that'll be a great episode. Gas Tank Gary, I mean, he's got Gas Tank Gary's up there. He's, he's up there. Shut up, Gas Tank Gary. They're trying to kick Gas Tank Gary out of the gas station, out of the Cavelli Center. What? Orndorff, he better be ready. Cause Sam, the theory's coming. What's up? We're getting on. We're getting Gas Tank on the podcast and spreading awareness. It's happening next. It's gonna happen. Okay. Reach, someone, reach, someone DM Gas Tank Gary for us. And maybe tell him he to can come be our advantage. maybe he can be our our picker for the Buckeyes. Maybe great idea. That'd be that'd be fun. That'd be awesome. All right, let's bring this thing to a close. Okay. Shout out to Jacob and to Sam and to Christian Piles as always for coming on. Thank you for being available. Thanks for giving us your time. Um, for those who listened live, this will probably be posted if you want to go listen back to it either today or tomorrow. Um, no, to everyone probably. who listened. No, probably this is going on YouTube. Okay, YouTube. Okay. Kicked us off. And <laughs> Halfway through the recording, I got an email from YouTube Reshot. saying, "Hey, your latest video has been removed from your platform for X, Y, and Z." And I was like, "I can't read this right now." But um, I wonder what it is. I'm I'm curious to hear if they got particular. That's it was all those landmine talks, bro. Landmines. We're getting scanned. We're definitely being listened to. <sighs> Not fun. All right. Well. Sam Herring, you wanna you wanna bring this to a close? Yeah, well, I think we've done a good job. And uh, CP, thanks for coming on. Well, Virginia Tech was so close; I had it within my grip. You should have. Okay, Nickley was good. Did Ooh. I got Jude though? That was so fun. I was just watching Jude's reactions of. Man, I I think that looking back, if you could have strung that out, just done a whole three period breakdown. Solomon I was trying, but I was dying laughing. I couldn't. Flirting with a tech fall the entire time, and then Nick Lee pins him at the end. That would be great. I couldn't. Uh, <sighs> Anyways. I couldn't handle torture it. Torture him more on the next one, Sam. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait. Oh, boy. <laughs> I got you. I got you, dude. All right. Well, until next time, guys, thanks so much for, uh, for tuning in. All right.